Welcome to the Practical Idealist Podcast, aligning what is good with what is possible. I'm your host, Allison Bueller, Director of the Homestead Education Center, and our focus on this show is real change that improves health, home, and community. When I did my TED Talk last fall, I began with a quote by Marie Kondo, who wrote The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, which is a great little book. She wrote a quote that said, in order to change the way we behave, we must first change the way we think. On today's show, we aren't talking about tidying up our houses, though. We're talking about tidying up our health. We're going to look at those thoughts that we need to change before we make any behavioral changes. And we're going to find out how we can begin to make the mental shift. This program is brought to you by the Homestead Education Center, a nonprofit organization in Starkville, Mississippi. Our online and on-site information, events, and workshops are supported by our members. Please jump over to the membership page or the website at www.thehomesteadcenter.org. This month, we'd like to welcome new members, Amelia Atkins, Fatima Leal, Therese Mosby, and Cassandra Bass. This month's focus is on nature, food, and shared story. I'm about to jump over to the Homestead Center in an hour and welcome all of our writers for our writers retreat. This is our third year and I'm about to help one of the authors from last year release his book. It goes live next week, Armando de la Cruz, and I'll, I'll be posting about that. But it's really exciting to be able to share what I learned about publishing with other new writers. Last week, and our board members hosted the first ever fermentation fair in Mississippi, and over 100 people came out to find out about health and, the, and taste benefits of one of the oldest forms of food preservation. I'd like to congratulate Keith Brantley from Union, Mississippi, who was our Natto King eating, uh, eating winner. Uh, that's a brave thing to do, to eat a whole bowl full of Natto, and especially quickly. If you've not been exposed to Natto, it's kind of a slimy, snot-textured food that is very popular in Eastern culture. If you like what we do online or on site, consider supporting us with your membership. We'll make your dollar go farther than any organization I've ever been a part of because our board members work so hard. And I wanna thank them for hosting such a great event last weekend. You can see all of our events on the website at www.thehomesteadcenter.org. On a personal note, this program came to mind because I've seen several friends struggle with the repercussions of not being able to make changes that their bodies need in order to remain healthy. I've uh, lived through a, uh, with a close friend of mine in the last few weeks, a husband's heart attack, and I've seen some other friends that have just been struggling with ongoing conditions of diabetes and 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 heart conditions and cholesterol and these are the things that plague us as a culture it's just almost become normal to expect that when you reach a certain age you're going to be struggling with these issues and we all struggle to do what we know we need to do some of us struggle mentally or emotionally others of us struggle with addictions or past traumas that continue to affect us but almost all of us struggle to some extent with taking care of our bodies today's guest is patricia cartwright of get right with cartwright I really like Patricia because she understands that it's not just about behavior. There's something that comes first. She's a personal trainer with a passion for getting at what's behind the behavior and helping her mentees make the mental shift toward health and wholeness. Welcome, Patricia. Let's start by having you tell us how you got into your field and why it's important to you. Okay, sure. 
So I have always been a business enthusiast um, from the moment that I began playing soccer when I was in grade school. And then I also played four years of Division One college soccer, and that enthusiasm for health and nutrition was only reinforced after seeing how much the two affected my performance in cognition in school as well as on the playing field. And then after starting my graduate school program in clinical psychology at Mississippi State University, I had found that I'd gotten out of the habit of exercising regularly and eating a well-balanced diet um, because grad school life is a very trying time. And I found myself feeling very lethargic, down, and prone to sickness during my first year of graduate school. And that's when I realized that I needed a positive outlet for my daily stress, and I turned to exercise and nutrition. So it was around this time that I was becoming much more enthusiastic about strength training. And once I began to seriously lift, so that means strength training, lifting weights, I started to actually post my fitness progress on my social media pages, so my Facebook and Instagram, and I found that I had an incredible audience for my fitness transformation. And so I had people reaching out to me, asking for help and advice, and that was around the time when I actually began to train others. So I would say that this line of work is truly important to me because I feel like there are only a few more important things than your health and well-being. So if you don't have your health, you're only halfway experiencing the richness of life. And I honestly feel it's my purpose in life to holistically transform the quality of life in my clients through exercise, behavior modification, detoxification, and nutrition. I love it. I know exactly what you're talking about because before we went on a health transformation as a family, I I felt like I woke up like I'd been living a half-life before that. Exactly. Yeah, you're only experiencing things to a certain level whenever, you know, you're plagued by medical conditions or feeling tired all the time or being sick all the time. You can't really experience what life has to offer. Can you tell us what the biggest hurdle is? I mean, I think we know we all know this, but we know we need to make changes. We know we need to get healthy. But can you tell us what the biggest hurdle is that you see for people choosing healthy behaviors, trying to choose healthy behaviors? Right. So I would say that the two biggest hurdles um, that I see in my line of profession are consistency and investment. So the average working person works, you know, a typical 8 to 5 or 9 to 5 job. So that means that they're allotted either the, the time before they go to work or the time after they work to prepare nutritionally dense meals and also work out. And that's very difficult. Uh, that's a very difficult schedule to consistently maintain, particularly if you're married with children and then you compound that with the expense of training or eating with a clean, minimally processed whole foods approach and staying the course then becomes even more challenging. So I find that my clients who have had some kind of medical scare or serious concern are those who are the most committed and successful because you have to have a genuine motivational force behind changing in order to overcome those two obstacles. Yeah. And you've talked to me about mental blocks behind making healthy choices. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So this comes down to kind of what I just mentioned, being consistent and investment. So some people feel guilty for spending money and so much time on themselves when they're in a caregiving role. Or it might be another role that they have. So being a mother 
or, you know, serving some leadership role in the family. And others really feel like they don't deserve any better. So they might be depressed or they might be experiencing some type of trauma in their life where they feel like this is what I deserve. I don't deserve any better. Um, and when you're in, when you're someone in a caregiving role, you have to realize that you can't care for others properly when you're not properly cared for yourself. So there's also the expense that comes with make, making these healthy, healthy choices, kind of like I said, the investment piece of it. So a burger off the McDonald's menu is much less expensive as far as time and money goes than buying the groceries for preparing a meal of like baked chicken, sweet potato, and serving a broccoli. Um, and then you have the issue of having poor support for your goals, which should um, kind of reinforce the idea of the importance of hiring a fitness professional or joining a fitness class and surrounding yourself with people who will support you and your fitness goals instead of ridiculing them or the healthy choices that you're trying to implement in your life. So if you're someone who don't, doesn't have a, a whole lot of social support, um, support for your fitness goals or support for making these healthy lifestyle changes, then you're much less likely to fall off the wagon or give up or just kind of become frustrated and say, well, this isn't something that I can realistically do. Yeah, I think that's huge. I talk a lot about that, that our culture does not support wellness. So you're kind of up against a tidal yes. wave of, you know, exactly. people and culture encouraging you to be unwell. Right. So whenever you go out with your friends, everyone's expecting you to order something that, you know, is, is kind of dense with flavor instead of being nutritionally dense or calorically dense. Um, and so, you know, you might get a comment here or there kind of belittling your food choice rather than saying, oh, my gosh, I should be eating that way too. But, you know, thank you for being a positive influence. Like you're never going to hear that from your friends most likely who aren't trying to change themselves. Now, if they are trying to change, then they would appreciate that. Um, because it would be a reminder to them, hey, I need to also check myself instead of, you know, just kind of eating for pleasure. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point that I hadn't thought much about, about that community of um, accountability and support that, yeah. you know, something like a personal trainer or a group or a, uh, at the homestead, a lot of our courses and retreats support wellness. Exactly. Creating those in our community. Let's start with baby steps. Okay, so we know we need support. We know we've got to have commitment and investment, mm -hmm. consistency and investment. Right. Mm -hmm. What do we do? How do we help people get started? Okay, so, and this is honestly the biggest thing that I see with personal training is finding your why. And so this means making sure that you have a motivational force that is plenty enough fuel to keep the fire lit in your fitness journey. So you have to have this strong motivational force, like I mentioned earlier, to push you to progress and change. So you have to have a change, like I said, the medical scare or a serious you know, a health concern in order to change. You have to have a change in order to change. And something has to be so scary or so compelling that you have to say to yourself, I have no other choice but to do this. I have to do this or X, Y, Z is going to happen. And it has to be, you know, something serious. 
Oh, you so, just give me chills because that's, that is, I call those thin spaces that not all times are times to change. But when you run into one of these where you go, I am just sick and tired of being tired or I'm sick and tired of being sick, then grab exactly. a hold of that. Exactly. It has to be a wake up call. So, you know, going into the doctor's office and he, you know, labels you with diabetes, that is scary. Mm-hmm. And you can take steps to remediate that if you change your lifestyle approach. But it has to be something that you can't kind of say, oh, well, you know, I could lose some weight, but it's not the end of the world if I don't. You know, nothing's going to happen to me. My lifespan isn't going to be shortened, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that's Okay, probably- so we've got our why. Yes. And then once you find your why, I would say that the next step is going to be buying into a program that is realistic for you. So um, a fitness professional is great for this. So buying into personal training or health program, because when you spend money on something, such as a personal trainer or a fitness professional, you are much more likely to follow through and buy into that program and take things seriously because you want your investment returned than if you were to train with a friend or a spouse for free. Okay, so that's what you're talking about, uh, uh, the importance of investment. Yes, it is huge. If you get something for free, you're going to care less about it than if you had to pay for it. That's just a a fact of reality. Um, Okay, so once you have your investment and you've got your why, then what do you do? Right, so the next thing I would say is going to be finding, so if you don't have the knowledge to work out, then you're going to have to find someone who does have that knowledge or you're going to have to look for a program that is, is I guess, uh, efficient for your fitness level and proceed with that. So you um, said something about realistic program. Talk a little bit about that. Right. So by realistic, I mean, you know, if you can't run a mile, you don't want to join, you know, a marathon. Um, you want to start with something that is at the level that you're currently at and that will progress at a slow enough or gradual pace that you can keep up with it. If something is too challenging, too intense starting off, then you're going to get discouraged and you're going to stop doing it. So it has to be realistic, something that you can maintain and sustain over time. Okay. And that's, that's why it's so helpful to have a fitness professional Um, helping you, guiding you, because they are familiar with, you know, assessing your fitness, seeing where you're at, working with where you're at now, rather than having you start something that is completely out of your comfort zone, completely out of your um, level of fitness. I know one of the things that you also do, aside from the exercises, meal planning. Why is that so helpful to the people that you work with? So I firmly believe that nutrition is 80% or more than 80% of the battle when it comes to changing your body composition. And whenever I say changing your body composition, I just mean changing your body fat to lean muscle mass. Um, So you can exercise every single day of the week for hours, but if you're overeating, so you're eating more calories than you're burning in a day, or you're eating um, nutritionally deficient foods that aren't supplying your body with the nutrients that it needs to recover, um, it's going to be corrosive to your health, and you're going to pack on weight. 
It doesn't matter how much you're exercising. So nutrition is huge. And weight loss in particular can be thought of like a math equation. So your calories in have to be less than your calories out. You increase your physical activity and you decrease your caloric consumption and you'll lose weight. It's very simple. But what I like, why I like to do meal planning for my clients is because I like to eliminate the added work that they have to do in order to plan out their own meals, track their own calories, and kind of trial and error on different foods or different meals um, by showing them exactly how to eat, how much to eat, uh, and when in order to meet their fitness goals. So it just makes their life much simpler. They can focus purely on the physical aspect or psychological aspects of their health and I will focus on the nutrition. And it also makes my job easier because um, it, it expedites the process of helping them meet their fitness goals. Okay, and you're talking a lot about not just, you mentioned calories heavily, but nutrition, nu- nutrient-dense. Why is that mm-hmm. so important for the overall transformation? Right, so whenever you are breaking down your muscles, you have to replenish your body with the nutrients that it needs in order to rebuild those muscles and develop lean muscle. So if you are working out intensely, but you're not eating the appropriate foods in order to to help your body um, recover, then you're breaking down your body, which is going to make yourself much more likely to experience a serious injury which will slow down your fitness progress and potentially halt it to a complete stop. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're expending all these nutrients in your sweat and things like that. You want to make sure that you're actually bringing those things back in so that the cycle can repeat itself um, instead of you trying to, you know, uh, use a motor that doesn't have any gas in it. Okay. We keep hearing that health is holistic. What does that mean to you? I know you talk a lot about this, and this is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show. How does that impact the way that you work with clients? Sure. So um, I am an ardent believer, believer that you don't lose weight first and then get healthy, but you get healthy first and then you lose weight. So all of the success stories that I have from my personal training business include clients who have changed their lifestyles to fit a healthier way of living instead of just focusing purely on losing weight. So when you undergo things like liposuction and bariatric surgery rather than losing the weight gradually, most people find that they actually relapse into their old ways of behaving and then they end up regaining the weight and then some. So if you if you decide to undergo liposuction, bariatric surgery, before you start implementing healthy lifestyle changes into your life first, the likelihood of you relapsing and kind of eating, like going back to the ways that you were eating or going back to ways that you were um, relaxing or spending your free time, then you're much more likely to end up regaining that weight. And so you have to target your health from all angles if you want true change. That's why I focus on psychological health, uh, your nutrition and gut health, and then physical health. If there's a deficiency with one, the tower will come toppling down eventually. And I focus on making gradual changes in a client's lifestyle in order to, 
to actually promote lasting changes in behavior modification. Because I, I don't just want them to, you know, discontinue the physical training, the proper nutrition once we have completing our, our training package or the training that we do together. I want them to be able to continue building on what we have founded even after they are no longer working with me. I want them to, them to be able to independently continue their progress. And so that's why I, I focus on health um, at all different angles is because I actually want them to make these lifestyle changes rather than just something that's a fad or something that they, they do temporarily in order to, to meet some superficial goal. Well, everybody, I'm sure, can tell that you are so passionate about your calling. Can you leave us with a success story? Absolutely. So um, I have just the person. So I have a client who I've been training with for the past seven, eight months, and she's in her late 30s, I would say. She's a caregiver for her parents. Um, one of them actually has Alzheimer's disease. And in the past, she's she's really been caught up with taking care of you know, her parents and other people in her family that she has forgotten about herself and her personal health and well-being. So one day she decided um, to reach out to me after getting in contact with one of her friends who had heard good things about me. And um, she was beginning to realize that her struggle with her weight and negative mental space were things that she could no longer ignore. And we have, like, once she started to um, realize these things, realize that she needed a change, she signed up for personal training with me. And ever since then, we have just been moving mountains together. So since we began um, training, she's lost over six inches off her waist. Wow. And she's, yeah, she's gone from an extra large to a medium in size, which is just phenomenal. Um, and it's just been so amazing and rewarding to watch this transformation unfold because she's the kindest person and she's now very active. She loves to exercise. She loves eating a well-balanced whole foods type diet. And she enjoys meal planning as well. Um, all of these things that I kind of introduced her to, she now is starting to do on her own, even though she is continuing continuing to train with me she has made these lifestyle changes and so it's becoming a lot more realistic and maintainable for her and what does so, she see in like her general health and with her family well she she had um high blood pressure and so that has dramatically improved um and she was having to do a lot of uh weight bearing so she had to you know lift her her parents lift her mother in and out of bed, and she no longer struggles from things like back pain. She says that she's, you know, lifting her mom effortlessly. She's gotten so much stronger, agile, no more, you know, chronic aches and pains. Um, she was having stomach distress, and all that is, has gone away. It's just been like a complete transformation as far as her holistic health goes. That's really exciting. How can people get a hold of you, Patricia? So they can simply search Get Right with Cartwright on Google, and they'll see my social medias pop up. So I have a Facebook training page. It's Get Right with Cartwright, LLC. I also have a website um, that's GetRightWithCartwright.com, 
or they can find me on my personal Instagram page, which is underscore PMC Fitness. So that's P as in Patricia, M as in Molly, C as in Cartwright Fitness. And um, they can send me a message or they can go to my website and fill out a contact form and I will contact them. And I'm going to put all of that in the show notes. So if you'll email that to me, I'll make sure that's included and people can find you. Thank you Absolutely. so much for spending time with us today. I, I hope people are inspired and I hope that they know some really concrete steps to take to um, regain their lives. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Allison. I truly enjoyed it. Have a great day. You as well. Bye-bye. <laughs>